spend my dollar. It's not about what you want, it's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to our spring 2023 editions of the Alabama Football Podcast. This is our series breaking down topics uh, leading up to A-Day. If you have a topic that you'd like for us to cover uh, either before spring or after, drop us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. So today we're going to talk about defensive freshman to watch. So freshman coming into the team, new to the team, freshman that we expect to make a splash during spring 2023. So a couple of disclaimers here. I believe all of these players are coming in for uh, spring drills. Uh, I may have missed one, so that's a miss on me. I own it. And then we're not predicted necessarily that any of these players are going to start come fall. We're just saying they're going to make a name for themselves. They're going to splash in their first semester on college, uh, at college, which uh, isn't always an easy thing to do, especially on a, a roster that's as talented as what we're used to having at uh, Alabama. So let's jump in. And uh, these are five uh, freshmen, true freshmen to watch uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, making splashes in spring drills 2023. And we've got a, a couple of bonuses with Racha. Uh, as well. All right. So we're going to start with uh, safety, defensive back, uh, Caleb Downs. Now, again, we're picking low hanging fruit here, right? Uh, Caleb is a five star uh, reports, and I'm not an insider. I just have, uh, I just, you know, read a lot and see what people say. I have heard it speculated uh, that Caleb Downs is so good that he would have started in the Alabama secondary last year. Uh, now, he's a safety, and so you start to think, well, who, who would he have to beat out uh, to, to start last year in 2023? And impressively enough, he'd have to beat out one of three players that are going to be drafted into the NFL. Uh, Brian Branch is probably the number one safety chosen in the draft. Uh, Jordan Battle started multiple seasons at Alabama. And uh, and Helms, uh, Demarco Helms has played uh, a significant number of snaps uh, over the years. And last year, 2022, uh, Helms may have had his best season uh, at uh, at Alabama. And so for Caleb Downs as a freshman uh, to to say that he would have started in 2023, that's an impressive uh, you know cast of characters that he would have to beat out again. All three of those safeties are going to be drafted uh, in the NFL. And, uh, and and certainly, uh, you know, get paid to play on Sunday. Uh, now, that also means, talking about stacking the deck in my favor, that also means there's three open positions because they're moving on to the NFL. And so if he was good enough to beat one of those guys out uh, last year to start, then how much more positioned is he to be to beat out their backups in 2023? So Caleb uh, truly has an opportunity to start on the 23 team uh, in the fall, uh, which certainly makes uh, means that he's going to make a splash in the spring. So again, a little bit of a stack deck in my favor in, in terms of this prediction. You know, we do have a safety show coming, but uh, I think Caleb has a significant advantage relative to the other safeties on on the roster. So we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, corner, uh, second uh, potential uh, impact freshman to watch on the defensive side of the ball. Freshman Desmond Ricks, uh, again, another five-star. I think I said last uh, for, on the offensive show, uh, when in doubt, pick a five-star. 
And so uh, Desmond Ricks, I think, is an, has an opportunity to compete uh, for that corner spot opposite um, opposite Kool Aid. Is he going to win it? That's a hard. That's a harder prediction. Uh, but he certainly has an opportunity to compete for it. And then I think he can also provide some competition uh, at the star position where Alabama prefers to play. Nick Saban uh, prefers to play a corner style player at the star as opposed to a safety style player. We have a long history of breaking that down and where Alabama has had success at that position versus been lacking at that position. It's always been a corner style player. Uh, Saban's not afraid to play uh, freshman corners. We've talked about that many times throughout the years. There's multiple examples of that. Kool-Aid McConstrade, no surprise, being one. Uh, so uh, Desmond Ricks has an opportunity in that regard. Uh, Alabama, I want to say, struggled at the opposite corner position last year. But certainly Alabama played three corners, at least three corners, opposite Kool-Aid last year uh, in 22. And I think Alabama played two or three corners during the 22 season. And so it's a position where you could say it needs bolstering. And if we can find a youngster that can compete as well as anyone else and can solidify, literally lock down the position for the next three years, then I think the coaching staff would would well be in favor of that. So that's an opportunity that Ricks would afford potentially over uh, some of the other players. Again, stacking the deck in my favor, right? Uh, I think at a minimum, Desmond Ricks makes the two deep, which if he does that aggressively in spring camp, then that means he'll start a day. And so we'll have an opportunity to, to see what he can and can't do against uh, what I think is a young but talented uh, Alabama receiver course. So Desmond Ricks, I think, is a player to watch coming into the two, 2023 spring practice and certainly a day. Uh, you know, maybe the choice, and I hate to say this about an individual player, but a position that I probably feel uh, insecure uh, at, uh, at choosing uh, but his size, I think, is too compelling. I'm going defensive line, uh, James Smith. It's easy to say, oh, defensive linemen, true freshmen, they don't always sort of uh, – They it's a development position. And I agree with that. Uh, but at 310, a four-star, there's a lot of names that I like at Alabama's uh, sort of DL uh, roster. But there's been a lot of those names that – have sort of been in line to burst, uh, not bust, but burst out uh, and, and perform. And they never really have. And so has their time passed uh, or are they truly going to get it together uh, for this spring, summer and fall? Uh, and what some of them is really their last opportunity. Uh, are they going to do that? Or is James Smith going to come in sort of licking his chops saying those dudes have had their moment? It's my moment now. And so we're going to find out a little bit about James and uh, his his sort of spirit of competition, uh, as well as we are, you know, uh, all the DLs. Uh, I could make a case where uh, James Smith is in the two deep and in the active rotation throughout the fall. Uh, I can make a case to, that, that says he doesn't play at all, except for maybe in, in mop-up opportunities. And so um, if we're talking about, hey, making a splash, uh, maybe James relative to the all of the other players I feel a little less confident about, uh, but his size, he goes up over 300, and uh, if he comes in ready to play, then he can beat out uh, some of the other guys, and I legitimately do believe that. So uh, I think the I think the range, the standard deviation for James Smith, his freshman season um, A-Day, right, spring, uh, there's, there's a lot of sort of standard deviation there. Uh, I think he's going to be a player. How fast is he a player? And I'm sort of banking on pretty quick. Um, 
Again, split roster. That's sort of my default cheat code. Uh, split roster for A-Day, he certainly is going to play uh, when you take the defensive names and sort of cut them in half. Uh, does he start? Does he position himself in the two deep and it's such that he's starting A-Day? I don't know. I think it's a legit that he could. And so James Smith will be a player uh, to watch. He'd also sort of be a barometer. Like how fast does does he, you know, jump up? That'll speak to the caliber or or the what we're getting from the other players at the position. And if he just can't crack it, then maybe that says good things about uh, the Alabama's depth at the defensive line. So he may be sort of a barometer player uh, to keep an eye on. All right, let's move to defensive end, and I'm bracketing a couple of guys, Keon Keeley and Yanzi Pierre. Uh, I, you know, I think they're going to be given every opportunity to break uh, the two deep and uh, at, at the defensive end position. And uh, I think one or both starts a day. Again, we talk about uh, the split squad uh, sort of dynamic. They both are going to play. Uh, I think one has at least one will have the opportunity to start and we'll see how that plays out. All right. We're going to get bonus positions like we have been doing uh, when we talk about sort of the newcomers, the true freshman newcomers. And ironically, they're both at the linebacker uh, position. And so I'm going to go Justin Jefferson, the JUCO transfer. Uh, reports are that he, is, he has speed to burn uh, at the position. I've not heard anyone specifically compare him to a Christian Harris. But when I, when I hear an inside linebacker making tackles sideline to sideline, in, in recent history, I think of Christian Harris. And so, again, not saying that's who he is, not saying that's who he's going to be. Uh, there's a characteristic there, sideline to sideline, sideline to sideline. For In recent history, Alabama linebackers makes me think of Christian Harris. Uh, so if Justin Jefferson is that type of player, uh, that type of speed, that type of sort of dynamic ball tracking uh, ability, then he'll start uh, in the fall, not just uh, not just in the spring, but he'll start. And so it'll be interesting to track that through spring. Uh, what are the reports? What are the other players saying? When we watch him in A-Day, how does he perform on the field? And the other linebacker, also another inside linebacker, is uh, Tresman Marshall. Now, he's the transfer from Georgia. Um, I think these guys are both too deep at the position. And I think maybe I've talked about this before, but I think they give us three players for two positions. And without these incomers, we might have one legit player, Deontay Lawson, at, at a position where we need two players. And I'd rather have three for two than one for two. And so I think Justin Jefferson and Tresman Marshall are competing for the starting uh, opportunity next uh, to Lawson. And I predict that Jefferson uh, wins the position uh, and Marshall's in the two deep and uh, and just keeps that competition sort of uh, boiling. And that would mean, right, split squad. They both start 8A, uh, but it'll be fun to see these two compete against one another. Uh, one's a JUCO, one's a, uh, you know, sort of call it a D1 transfer. Uh, do they even use that designation? I don't know. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, they're going to compete uh, against one another uh, for that that second starting inside linebacker uh, position. They'll both play special teams. They'll both play throughout the season. But watching sort of their first steps on campus um, in the spring, I think, is going to be a tremendous amount of fun. So uh, stay tuned for that competition. All right. Hey, we hope you're enjoying these this sort of mini 
uh, series of questions. If you have questions that you'd like for us to address, uh, either leading up to A-Day or in sort of a breakdown after, uh, send them to us, alabamafootballpodcast at gmail.com. We always welcome questions because there's some great ideas out there that people have. And so we welcome uh, input in uh, that regard. But uh, if you have something specific to, to spring and A-Day and, and such, don't hesitate to drop us out. If you're in, you drop it, uh, drop us a line at Alabama Football Podcast. Uh, no, Alabama Football Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right. So, uh, with that said, if you're going to A Day, please reach out and let us know. Uh, we've got sort of our uh, podcast travel squad uh, gearing up uh, for another trip to Tuscaloosa and, um, you know, meet up, handshake, fist bump, whatever it is, uh, a cigar, brown water, whatever it is, a meal. Uh, we'd love to, to meet and greet and spend, is, and, and spend time with those that uh, support us uh, with their downloads. So we thank you so much and, and hope to, uh, to meet a whole bunch of people uh, at 8A. All right. This has been another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, T-shirts, free roster downloads, and, of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tide. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.